Welcome to the Big Church Podcast. We are a church in Barrie, Ontario, Canada, and we hope you are blessed by this message. For more information, check out our website at bigchurch.cc. He's so awesome, isn't he? He is so good. So um, just uh, this was kind of a, a surprise thing with Bill and Kathy coming. Um, just wanted to explain to you. Uh, they, they're launching into a new area of, of ministry. God told them to go across Canada. They got a motorhome. It's a big step of faith that they're stepping into. And, uh, you know, they know the next phase is with the trailer and where they can do evangelistic stuff off of there. And Kathy will get into it more. But we um, they wanted us as a church to be with them, stand with them, help with this launch into this next step as we're connected with them, partnered with them. So Thursday night, we had a real good prayer night. Because I'll tell you, that's where the work gets done, when we are able to saturate and, and pray together as the body of Christ, not just in a service where we take five or, you know, a few minutes, but where we can take that time to just really dig in and pray together. So we had a really good prayer night on Thursday night. I think a lot of the work was done there, but we're going to just finish it off with a big kick, and we're going to put Bill right in and just kick him off. <laughs> And Kathy will just send with the next. <laughs> but we're going to let them take the service, and then we're going to pray and do all of that at the end uh, with them. Well, hi, everyone. <clears throat> if you haven't met me, I'm Kathy, and that's my husband, Bill, over here. Um, aren't you glad that you have pastors that sow into praying over you? Come on. There's not a lot... The, Yeah, give a hand and clap for that. Your leaders pray for you. Your leaders are strategizing with God. They're praying to find out the future, the way of the church. Like, you don't see this very often. You guys are so blessed, and we're blessed to be connected with them. And, you know, uh, as Pastor Greg was talking about, uh, this RV, uh, God gave us this vision when we were preaching in Africa about co- sowing into our own country, our home country, the gospel of Jesus Christ. And, you know, it hasn't been easy, I will admit to you, but sometimes, you know, let's be honest, when we do things for God, sometimes it's not just a little beautiful picnic basket all set up for us. No, we have to step in and we have to go after it with our faith and believe God to bring it in. And he always does. You know, we cannot get weary doing good. We got to keep pushing forward, keep pressing in and just believe, just believe. It sounds so easy. Just believe. And God has been faithful to bring this RV in. We need prayer as we go across Canada so that we can, you know, Jesus take that wheel. Yes, amen. So that Bill can have Jesus' hands on his hands driving that big rig down the highway. (laughs) Amen. And Kathy, there is no fear that we drive in faith and just believe that Jesus will get us there and back home safely. (laughs) Yes, he feels my pain. I know he knows what I'm talking about. But yeah, so we're, we're preparing for that. There's just a lot of pieces that go into this end, getting it ready. And then, of course, what we're doing out there. We are hooking up with some churches uh, in Newfoundland. Seems to be, I think we're starting a revival in Newfoundland because they seem to be very open and receiving. So, you know what? We'll start it on fire down there in Newfoundland. If I have to do a province at a time, we will do a province at a time if we have to. But, you know, God has got a plan and we're going to tap into it. And so we're so excited about that. And as soon as we finish that part of the summer, we rush back to Ontario and we hop on a plane to Guatemala 
and we are going, we're taking a team, the first time we've been able to take a team since You Know What hit, and um, <clears throat> so that should be fun. Uh, we're going to go preach the gospel there. We're going to go into the schools and encourage the believers in the churches and do exactly what we did in Africa in Guatemala. Amen? And we're going to see powerful move of God. I am not going to go and do the things for God. I'm pressing in for him to move like I've seen in Africa. If he can do that in Africa, he can do that in Canada. trip back in March and it had to get scheduled in September. So as soon as we get back from that trip, we're going back to Africa. Amen. We're going into the schools again. We're going to preach the gospel to the kids. I'm so excited. So we're trying to prepare for that as well. Get get our messages ready, get all, you know, get excited and get pumped up full of the Holy Spirit. Uh, for for all these trips coming up. And um, I just want to say, when we were here, we had a powerful prayer night Thursday night here. Um, it was awesome. And then Friday night, we got to go out to the youth basketball. I've been hearing so much about this. Uh, we had an exciting time watching It's the Playoffs. If you get a chance to go next Friday, I think they're, they're next Friday too. Uh, I don't know where, but you can ask ask <laughs> Daniel and Sydney. They know. But uh, it was really exciting to see the youth. And, you know, the, the best part was seeing them, you know, uh, bring God into it, right? And as Greg says, let's live life and bring God into it with each other, right? That's so powerful. And that's just a, an example of doing that, that we don't have to go to the other side of the world we can do it right here in whatever we're doing. Let's just bring God into it. Amen? And uh, was there anything else? Oh, I'll introduce Bill Ferguson is coming to bring the word of God. Come on up, honey. Oh. So, you know, we, in the kingdom of God... Things are a bit backwards, like in the world, right? Do we all know this? So if I, when I give my time and, and my effort to things, right, God's going to bless me back, right? When I bring, when I give God's message to people, God blesses me back. And when, <clears throat> when people, when you give to God things, the things to build the kingdom, he always brings it back into you. So if you decide you want to sow into this ministry or the other ministries that you've heard of, that you, God is always going to bring that back to you. He really will. He, uh, I've experienced this in my life. It doesn't make sense. It's backwards to the world. Most of us want to hold on to our money when we're short, but it's different in the kingdom of God. Give. And he gives back. It's, it's so amazing. We have, we have taken teams and said to them, you have to have a deposit by next Friday or you can't go on the trip. And here we have 100 bucks in the bank and we, have, we don't have our money. I'm like, why are you telling them that? But then, you know, God shows up and does what he does and brings it in. So if you do want to sew in, um, you can e-transfer. E um, and Sydney has our cards from last time that she will give you with the information on it that, uh, yeah, thank you very much. And, yeah. And here's Bill with the word of God. And it's good to see you all. Praise God. She's getting harder and harder to come behind. Someday I'm just going to have to hand her the mic and sit there and let her do it. Who said amen back then? 
Yeah, I thought you were my brother's keeper. <laughs> Amen. Well, God is good. Well, that was the most terrible, phoniest cheer for God I ever heard. I said, God is good. Come on. Come on, you're on the winning team. 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 I don't care how bad it is, how sad it is. I don't care what you, who hurt you, who done this, or who done that, or what church is not doing this, what church is not doing that. But I'm telling you that the church that Jesus Christ is building and will build is going to rise up and going to change the world. And the head coach is showing up. And when the head coach shows up, it all changes. Come on. And it's all going to change for the glory of God. Listen, God is, didn't go to the cross and hang on that cross for his church to die. Come on. Come on. He didn't go to the cross to die for the church to die and say, well, you know, I went and I died for my, what? For my church, but my church didn't make it. Baby, I'm telling you that the church is going to make it. The church is going to overcome. The church is rising up and changing the world that we live in right here and right now. Come on. And that's you. Come on, poke your neighbor and say, that's you. Come on, come on, wake up. Come on, wake up and, and get a reality check that we are on the winning team. Come on, come on. It's like that when I've seen them playing basketball. Well, I'm sure that when they come in, everybody is not a champ. Is that right, Daniel? But I'm sure when they begin to work with the coaches, with good coaches like Daniel and the other ones, that they begin to work with them. And they're not too good when they begin. But as they begin to work with them, and as they find out how to play the basketball game, then they improve. Like your son. I've seen your son going down there and just, whoa. Like, man, he's a winner. He's a champion. Come on. But that's like us. Have you ever known we got, a, we got the odd wrinkle in us? All the ladies say, you say a word, I'm going to poke you. Don't, don't go there. Don't go there. But we do. We do got the odd wrinkle. But my Bible says that God will have a what? He will have a church without spot. Rachel, so ladies, there's hope for you. Look at them now, look at me. I've lost the ladies now. Come on, come on. So God is going to have a champion church. Come on. You may say I don't believe it. Well, then you're not a believer. Boy. Okay. I told your wife that I can have freedom tonight. She's not down here. <laughs> okay. So I need a volunteer. This is not the word, but it's a it's kind of an encouraging word. So I need a volunteer. I like this part. Because everybody likes a volunteer. I need a volunteer. Oh, I need a volunteer. Oh, it's right here. She's in love. She's saying, I, yes, I, yes, I want a volunteer. Well, come on, give her a hand. Praise God. Okay. So would you consider yourself smart? Yes. Daniel? <laughs> okay. So... Let's, let's say this is a real diamond. Okay. Okay? You get to touch it? Yeah, you get to touch it. I want to hold, hold it up to these people. So, so if that was a real diamond, how much would that be worth? Oh, wow. Millions. 
Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Millions, maybe? Hundreds of thousands? Well, let's say 100,000. 100,000. Let's just say 100,000. So this diamond is worth, she says, $100,000. Are you going to buy your wife a diamond like that, brother? <laughs> You'd be the best husband around. They, you get the husband of the year award. And you would shame all of us other husbands. So she thinks this is worth $100,000, this diamond. Okay, hold that in your hand. Okay. Now. So that's worth $100,000. That's you think, what I'm saying. If it's worth a real diamond. Okay. Okay. Now how much would this be worth? It's like dog poo. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Zero. Three. This, so this is worth nothing, and this is worth 100000 Wow. But do you know, do you know that that's the same diamond that you said it was worth 100000 and you just said it was worth nothing? That's how, listen, that's how God looks at us. It says in the word of God that we were in the mud. Mighty clay, all full of mud. And somebody may look at you and think, she's full of mud, she's worth nothing. And then God looks down at her and said, you know, that's my diamond. That's my diamond. If I can just clean the mud off them, then there's a precious diamond inside of them. That's, listen, that's what we are. Come on. We're that precious diamond. And we might have been rolling in the mud. And people might have said that, you know what? You're not worth nothing. But they don't see what God sees. And God says, there may be some mud on you. But when I get done cleaning that mud off, you're going to be so valuable to me. You're going to be a diamond to me, not mud to me. Come on. Do you know what? When you're in the body of Christ and you travel and you see so many people, listen to me, so many people in the church putting down their brothers and sisters, and and thinking that you know, well, uh, you're not worth nothing. Well, you're not worth nothing. You're not worth nothing. And you know, it's time that we get a reality check, and begin to be real Christians, with the real love of Christ, and begin to see how God sees, and begin to see that every every brother, every sister is a diamond. A high valued diamond that's worth. That's, what is it worth? What, it, what is it worth? Well, let me tell you. It's worth God dying for you. Come on. You were so valuable to him. Never mind everybody else. You were so valuable to him. But you were that unvaluable, unlimited amount that's so so precious to God that God, listen to me, that God said, you're so much of a diamond in my eyes, I'm going to die for you. Come on. That blows you away. That blows you away. But my question is that if God sees us as that valid, that, that he sees us, we ought to see other people like that then. And if God seen it was worth, listen to me, if God seen it was worthwhile for to die for us, could it be that it's worthwhile dying for him? Could it be? And said, with that, it says in uh, Psalms 40, verse 2, he, Jesus, lifted me up and out of the pit of despair, Out of the mud and the miry, he, Jesus, 
set my feet on solid ground and setting me as I walked along. Do you know when I was doing this, God gave me this, um, it was a reminder where, where I was in that pit. And I can remember God gave me that when I got saved. And I would read that verse and cry like a baby because I knew the pit that I was in, the mud that I was in. But then my Jesus seen the diamond that was inside and said, if I only can clean the mud off, I can get the shiny diamond to shine one more time. And that's what, listen, that's what he thinks of you. Like, and we may, he may clean the mud off, but like kids, we may fall in the mud again, right? But he can clean it off again because he's got the greatest cleaner in the world and it's the blood of Jesus Christ that washes us clean. Come on. I want to just touch base tonight on uh, kingdom living. Do you know that God had a plan how we should live? Do you know that? God had a plan how we should live, but we're not living there, most of us. Because, see, God didn't come down to have us to live in this world like this world. Come on. you got to say it with me here. God didn't come down to, to have us to live in this world like the world, but he came down and he said, I, bought, I brought a piece of heaven down to earth. I, I brought my kingdom down to earth. That my kingdom come, that my will be done on earth as in heaven. So God says, God says, I'm not going to just uh, save you, but I'm going to give you my kingdom, and then I'm going to prepare you to be king kids. We are kings and priests here and now, not when we get there, but we're kings and priests right here, right now. Come on. And, then, and so God says, I'm trying to get you to, to understand that you're not like the world. So you don't live like the world. You don't act like the world. You don't do what the world wants. You don't desire what the world wants. Because, come on, he said, heaven and earth, as you know it, will pass away. That my word will never pass away. God was trying to tell us something that we're missing it. And he was trying to tell you, I want my kingdom to be here, right here and now. My kingdom will reign here on earth. Come on. What he's doing, listen to me. We think that we just go through this Christianity, religionity, whatever you want to call it, function here on earth, and we just go through that and hope we make it to the other end. But that's not how it is. God said, I just didn't want you to function on here and hope that you make it, but I want you to rise up and be my kingdom people. I want you that people will look at you and say that you're not like this world. I don't know what you got, but I want what you have. So he, he wants his kingdom. So he's, he's preparing us. Not only he's preparing us to live in heaven right here on earth. He wants us to live like kingdom people right here on earth. So then we're living like kingdom people. And then when we, when we leave this earth, we just keep walking the same way we've been walking. We've been, we, we keep on doing the same as we were doing because we already prepare ourselves here on earth to be the king kids. Come on. Come on. It's come on. We need to begin to say, come on, the world is it's echoing all kinds of and being a voice for all kinds of garbage. But we need to begin to say, Long live King Jesus. Come on. Long live King Jesus. Come on. We, we need to be telling the world that our king, he's not dead, that he's alive, and he is in control, and all power and authority is his, and that he will see this kingdom reign. Do you know, as long as the king is alive, then the people are all right. Do you know that? If you study the kings, once they killed the king, then it was over. 
And the, arm, the army would run the other way because it was done. If you kill the king, it's over. Come on. If you kill the king, it's over. But guess what? They tried to kill our king. Come on. They hung him on that cross. But our king rose again after three days. Our king is not dead, but he's alive, and he's more powerful now than he ever was. But I'll tell you, I'll tell you about a king that didn't die. But we don't hear it. King Satan died. Because the king Jesus went down and defeated him. He just thinks he's alive. But he's more, come on, he's more deader than he ever has been. He, all he's got is dead works. And we buy into his lies. And he says, you know, you have to do this. You have to bow to me. You have to do this. And we, oh, 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 that's the devil. We better listen. No, we better rise up and say, let me tell you my, about my king. King Jesus defeated you, and you are defeated full. You have no power. You have no authority. But there's a way that he wants us to be blessed as kingdom people. Come on. He wanted people to look at us and, and see that we are kingdom people. Come on. And so we settle into this world, this world ways, and it dictates to us that you have to do this and you have to do that, and, you, and we bow to it. Oh, this is not my notes. This is a song. You want me to sing this? Or? Hey. Hey. Okay. Okay, I got it. We're good. Now for a minute, sing this song. I didn't have my notes. So, First Chronicles twenty-nine, First Chronicles twenty-nine, eleven. It said, "Yours, O Lord, is the greatness, the power, and the glory, the victory, and the majesty. For all is in heaven and earth is yours. Who is it? All." that's in heaven and earth is yours. Yours is the kingdom, O Lord, and you are as solid as head over all. As head over all. Come on. So all this, all this earth is his. He is head in it. He's all authority in it. He is all power in it. He's the king over it. Come on. Come on. And so... And then in Jeremiah 29, 11, in the Amplified, said, I know what I'm doing. I have it all planned out, plans to take care of you, not to abandon you, plans to give you future and a hope for when you call upon me, when you come and pray to me, I will listen. When you come looking for me, you will find me. Yes, when you get serious, <coughs> uh, serious about finding me, and want me more than anything else, I'll make sure you won't be disappointed. God declared that in Jeremiah 29, 11 to 14. And then, then in Psalms 22, 28, it says, For the kingdom of the Lord, and he is ruler, he rules over all the nations. Psalms 145, 13, your kingdom is everlasting kingdom. Your dominion is endures throughout all generations. Matthew 6, 33, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these sins shall be added to you. In Matthew 5, 38, 42. So this is some of the principles that we as Christians we ought to be living by. 
We've got to be living by kingdom principles, not the world's principles. So in uh, Matthew 5, 38 to 42, he said, you have heard, so Jesus was teaching this, and he said, you have heard, it was said, an eye for eye, a tooth for a tooth. But I tell you not to resist an evil person, that whoever stops you on the right cheek, turn to the other also. If anybody wants to sue you, take away your tonic, let him have your coat too. If any, and, and whoever compels you to go one mile, go with him too. Give to him who asks, and from him who wants to borrow from you, do not turn away. In Matthew 5, 43, 45, it said, love your enemies. You have heard it said that you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you to love your enemies, bless those who curse you, do good to those who hate you, pray for those who spitefully lose you, that you may be sons of the Father in heaven. For he makes his son shine, rays on the evil and the good, and sends rain on the just and the unjust. And this one here is one of the ones that we really need to focus on, especially in our, our world. When uh, Matthew 16, 24 to 26, take up your cross and follow him. Then Jesus said to his disciples, if anybody desires to come after me, let them deny themselves, take up the cross and follow me. For whoever denies, to, or for whoever desires to save his life will lose it. And for whoever loses his life for my sake and, and will find it. For what is the profit of a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? Or what will man give in exchange for his soul? And so, so God's kingdom is upside down to the world's way. And so God's got principles that we need to love each other. We need to love our enemies. We need to be givers. Come on, to each other. And, and we need to be there for each other. We need to be the love and compassion that Christ had that that should be in a heart for each other. Come on. We need to be the body of Christ. Come on. We, we got to separate from being a me generation of self, about self and be uh, not a self person but a Christ person. We need to act like Christ. It says the word of God that we are being changed into the image of Christ. So we need to talk like him, we need to act like him, and we need to be like him. In all areas of our life, that people should say, you're one of them funny people, aren't you? You know, I don't know what you call them, church people or whatever. And you say, well, yeah, I'm a, I'm a Christ person. Christ person, what's that? Oh, it's a God person. Let me sit down and I'll tell you. And in, in sad, <coughs> they say, man, I heard that she was a Christian, but man, she's worse than my old grandmother that used to be a bad nag. You're not, are you? We can pray if you are. Right? And so we should be drawing a picture of, of Christ. We should be getting closer and closer to the kingdom of God, kingdom living, not we're living. <coughs> so in Luke 16, about the, the law, the prophets, and the kingdom, now the Pharisees, who were lovers of money, also heard all these sins, and they decided, denied him. And said to, to them, you are the justify yourself before man, but God knows your heart. For what is highly esteemed above man is abomination to, in the sight of God. And the law of the prophets were until John, since the kingdom of God has been preached and everyone is pressing into it. The kingdom of God is being preached. 
and everyone is pressing into it. Are we pressing into it, or are we pressing into something else in the world? Come on, what, what are we pressing into? That's what we'll become. What kingdom, what kingdom are we living in? Are we living in the kingdom of this world that is run by the devil, that the devil's got his hand on, and we're trying to, we're trying to hold on to the kingdom in this world, and we're saying that we hate the devil and that we love Jesus, that if we love Jesus, we've got to abandon ourselves, abandon our way of living, abandon the, the way of this world, and says, you know what, I will not be conformed to this world, but I will be transformed to the kingdom of God because he died for me, and if I was worth him dying for me, well, guess what? He's more worth dying for, for him. And that's what God is looking for. God is looking for some kingdom people that will change the world. Come on. We can say that he's looking for some church people. Well, I, when he walked the earth, there was church people. There was priests and Pharisees. And the only time he went looking to them is to correct them and rebuke them. Come on. But, but he was looking for some people. He was looking for some people that says, you know what? I'm going to follow you. Come on. I'm going to follow you. Come on. They may not have all the education of religion like the priests and Pharisees. They might, they might have not said the right words. They might have not done it right. But, but God was looking for the heart of some people that would, would advance his kingdom of God. And God is looking in these last days for the hearts of people that said, you know what? I've had enough of nonsense in this world, but I'm going to rise up and I'm going to help to advance the kingdom of God for my king. Come on. Come on. But it's a cost to it. It's a cost to it. What's the cost? The cause is that we got to give up our lives. Come on. I just said to a guy, a guy, a brother in the Lord said to me, he said, do you like traveling all over? Oh, it must be great to, to be an adventure of RV. I said, are you crazy? I don't like it at all. Oh, he said, you must. I said, no, I like putting my feet up and relaxing my living room. I do. And I'm... And, I he told God no to there be, but he wouldn't listen to me. He's like that. You know that, eh? You say no, and he said, I said yes, and they, yes, and I win. Oh, when she was telling you that Jesus take the wheel, she's serious. I took it once, and there was unlevel road. Unlevel road. It was a country road, and the pavement was broke on the edge. I'm driving the RV, and she's watching me in the car. So... Even I was a bit nervous, but I didn't tell her that because I, you know, I'm a man. I, but, you know, I'm not afraid. But I really was afraid because when the wheels hit the edge, it's like it was rocking like this. And I thought, holy man, will that be a testimony? God brought in the RV, and I wreck it the first drive. He probably said, look at that dummy. Get some angels down there. Hold that up. And, and then my wife, she really supported me. We get back to the house. You know what she said to me, brother? Said, you better drive that a lot better than that, or I'm not going across Canada with you. I said, well, give me a break. And I told her about the road. She wouldn't even listen about the road. She said, no, I seen you. You were rocking it. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a long, long drive. <laughs> Just if the first one for... First one, brother, for marriage counseling might be us. <laughs> if I phone you at 2 or 3 in the morning, it may not be the RV. It may say, help, my wife going to throw me out of the RV. <laughs> oh, God. So we need, to, we need to be about the kingdom work. Listen, the kingdom of this world is all about us. You hear me? 
the kingdom of this world is all about us. The kingdom of God is all about him, Jesus. Jesus was trying to teach truth about the way that the, to live in the kingdom's life. And the kingdom of God is to live by faith, not what we see or what we can do, but what we see in Jesus and what he's done. And so, so the, the priest and Pharisee, he was trying to teach them. He was trying to teach them from their way of their way of religion in the temple. And he was trying to say that, because what did he say? He didn't say, my church is here. What did he say? He said, my kingdom is here. My kingdom is near. My kingdom, my kingdom, my kingdom. And so he was trying to say, these highly educated people that love God. They love God. And they were sure they were doing what's right. And, he, and Jesus shows up on the scene and, and he's trying to take them from where they were and they were locked into their, their religion way, their religion program. And he was trying to take them and said, I'm trying to take you into my kingdom that will be much greater and much easier for you. And they, they didn't want to change. They said, no, we've been doing it this way all along, and we're not changing, and we're not going to move there. But could it be that God is trying to tell the church that you've been doing it this way long enough, but I'm trying to take you into my kingdom that will be much easier come on a better way but they were all about the way they done it and they were always coming against Jesus and it's not lawful to heal on the Sabbath is it lawful to pay taxes how come your disciple don't fast and the Pharisee have said how come your disciples don't wash their hands and so they were all about their ways. They're, this is how we do it. Come on. I, I, can, I, can, uh, I can say this, that uh, as a husband, so this would be, be not good for man, but it would be yay for the women. So this is, this is your time to get it. Yay. So as a man, or, or I shouldn't say us because I'm probably the only one, but sometimes... I've got a way to do so, brother. It's my way or no way. It's like, and so sometimes, dear, I got a mindset that I've done it this way, and we are not changing. And then she'll say, yeah, but. See, this is confession time, brother. You should have the white collar on tonight. I feel a lot better than this. And so, so, so she'll say, she'll say to me, no, yeah, but this is a bit. I said, don't yeah, but me. This is the way I've done it. This is the way we're going to do it. And then she kind of, I know nobody else. I know nobody else get upset, but sometimes then she said, she says to me, yeah, it's all about you. You're right all the time, aren't you? And I said, yeah, but you think you're right all the time. Hey, don't video that. Come on. And could it be, could it be that we've been serving God long enough or we've been doing church long enough that we say this is the way we do it? Don't tell me how to do it. Because they told, listen to me, the priests and Pharisees told God that don't tell me how to do it. Come on, can you imagine them telling God, don't tell me how to do it because we got it down. We know how to do it. This is the right way, and there's no other way. And Jesus was trying to tell them that what? What was it? He said, I am what? The only truth. I am the only life. I am the only way. He was trying to tell them, guys, come on. I am the way. I'm trying to teach you a way that will be easier, that you will conquer life. And that's what he's, trying to, what he's trying to teach the church. He's trying to say there's a better way. There's a better way than my kingdom way. My kingdom uh, will have the victory. My kingdom principle, it works. 
But we can get so locked up in is my way and no other way. And, and so could it be that we need to say, you know what? You know what, God? You know, many times I have a hard time saying I'm sorry or I'm wrong to my wife. You know, that's just me. But I, first I start with God and say, and then he tells me, you know, you have to. And I say, yeah, but I really don't want it because she'll hold it on me. I know she will. She'll put it in her notebook. I know it. And praise God. And, and so, but sometimes we need to listen. We need to, could it be, could it be, we, I'm talking the church in our nation. Because our, our church is in trouble in our nation. We're, we're in trouble. We need help. And could it be that we need to say, you know what, God, we miss it in different areas. Because everybody is trying to do the best. I don't believe people purposely try to mess up and not do the best. People are trying to do the best. And we live in a pretty crazy world, if you haven't noticed, right? But could it be that we need God been trying to reach us and we're not hearing because we block ourselves, deafen ourselves to the, to the cry of God. And we listen to me. And we've heard the cry of people. And so, so I know even in our life, many times people will tell us what we should do for God. Could you believe that, brother? And, you know, like there be. As soon as I got there be, I got a call from a good brother. He said, are you crazy? The price of gas? Why would you get an RV and go across Canada? I said, well, I didn't want an RV to go across Canada. I didn't even want an RV. And, and, and yeah, I know the price of gas. I, come on, I feel like the, the RV was somewhere between a quarter and a half, brother. And I pulled in for the first time before we've done the whole lot of shaking there. And I, and I filled it up, and you know what it was? You know what it was? Like my car is $100, and I think, yo, that's yeah, oh, wow, that's a lot of money. It was 500 and some dollars. And it wasn't even, it wasn't even an empty tank. So, so then I'm thinking, you know, oh, it must go all the way across Canada for that. Oh. And so I talked to my neighbor who's got an RV. And so I'm asking him, because I know nothing. That's another thing. Why would he have me drive an RV when I don't know nothing about an RV? And so... I asked my neighbor, I said, I said, wow, I said, that was a lot of money for a guy. Oh, yeah, he said. I said, well, how far do you think I get? And he looked at the old RV, looked at me. He said, you may, may, on a good day, get maybe, he said, 800 or 1,000 kilometers. But he said, I doubt that. But he said, it'd have to be a good day. I'm thinking, What? You know, what? What? So if, if we, listen, because I know you guys love us, right? Nobody's saying a word. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'll rephrase that. I know you guys love my wife. There, we got to respond to that. So you wouldn't want to leave my wife out on the side of the road if we run there. Guys, we've got no money, would you? And we call for help. We need gas. No, God will. God will see it through. So, so the priests and Pharisee miss. Listen to me. The priests and Pharisee miss their time of visitation. So here, here's God is right there, right there in front of them, brother. God is right there in front of them. And they miss their time of visitation. And could it be that could it be that we're right on the tip that God is going to show up and He's going to be right there, right there in front of us at, at His church? And could it be that we could miss our time of visitation? Could it be? And so we don't want to miss that. So we got to begin to say, God, you're you're the King. We serve you. This is your kingdom, and what is our part in it? All of us. You know, sometimes we think, you know, a pastor is a pastor's job, and then everybody, that's not 
That's not true. We're a body of Christ. Every joint supplies. So everybody in the, listen to me, everybody in the body of Christ has got to pull their socks up and begin to be a kingdom person. Come on. We got to live like kingdom people. Come on, not war against you, not tear each other down. King Jesus is pointing the church to a new way, to, to the kingdom way, what he always wanted. The church is under the kingdom. And so Jesus was trying to form the church under his kingdom. And kingdom principles, kingdom's way, and, and to live by his kingdom. And could it be that sometimes we're somewhere along the line, we got off a little bit? Could it be? And that bit. And so then, then we're looking at, you know, we have people that thinking that the church is hopeless. But could it be because they're not seeing the kingdom? That if they begin to see the real kingdom of, of Christ, the real Jesus, the real king, because we are being changed into the image of Christ. And when they begin to see him, when they begin to feel his love, his compassion, then maybe we'll see a, a mighty move of God in his church. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Jesus, Jesus then was trying to point to the kingdom way. It was not just to go to the temple to hear a word teach to, to them, but to teach the people how to live in the kingdom. You hear me? So it's not to teach, have the people to come here and teach them a word, but no, to teach the people how to live in the kingdom. There's a new way. There's a new life. There's new principles. And it's coming down the tube. And God is looking for people. Are you, do you want this to be you know, formed a religion, denying the power thereof? Or do we want to be kingdom people where the kingdom rules, but then we begin to see the most mightiest, powerful move of God because his kingdom is rising up and taking its place. God is, God is not coming back for a church that is that broken down, that's hopeless. He said that he will build his church, and the gates of hell will not prevail against him. And what that means is mean the, it's not about the, the gates are keeping the devil from the church. It means that the, the gates don't keep the, the church from attacking the devil. It wasn't never this way. It was never to be this way. It was always to be that way. And so, so God is trying to get us to the place that we rise up and be who we are. We're kingdom people. Well, we're kings and priests right here, right now. And we've been living, all of us, this is not a downer. It's, a, it's true. We've been living under who God designed us to be. And, and, and a lot of times people have helped us with that, you know, and they run us down. It's like these diamonds that, you know, that we've got something wrong in our life. You know, we've got some mud in our lives and somebody tells you about you're no good and you never will be no good and all that. And they form that mud around you and you believe you never can get rid of it. Come on. And then you carry it even into your Christian walk. You carry it and say, you know, but I can never be that. I can never do that. You know, somebody else is good for somebody else, but not me. No, you are. You are worth it. You are the king's kid. Come on. He loves you. And he, and he called you. Come on. He called you to be greater than you are. Greater is he in you than he that's in the world. And he wants, to, he wants us to live that way. Come on, he wants us to live that way. And it's time that we said, you know what? God, we're going to, you are the king. We are going to live how the king wants us to live. 
by his ways, his principles. Jesus showed the way to do this in Ephesians 4, child, the church, for the equipping of the saints to do the works of the ministry for the edifying of the body of Christ. To, Jesus was trying to tell us that his, the kingdom way is uh, his way. And when he walked out, he said, guys, I'll walk out on earth and I'll show you how to do it. I'll show you that even Jesus had to depend on, on God the Father and the Holy Spirit. Jesus would go and pray. And he said, I would not do only what I see the Father do. I will only speak what I hear the Father say. Come on. But, but he, said, he said what was he's equipping the disciples for, and then that was never come to the end. It was supposed to be just multiply, multiply. And so, so he was teaching them how to live as kingdom people. And, and listen, do you know that people... Do you know the people are really getting beat up in the world? Do you know that? All over the place. Not just on foreign country, but right here in our, in our nation, right here in this city. All over. People are getting beat up by a real devil. And in sickness. Come on. In finances. In relationship. And so they're getting beat up and beat up and beat up and beat up. Listen to me. We can't just listen to me. We can't just... Preach this word and then say, Oh, go home sick. Oh, your your marriage is falling apart. Well, you know, I'll pray for you. That's okay. Oh, you got no money. Well, you know, I'll pray that somebody give you a loaf of bread, maybe. No, this, we got to be kingdom people and begin to say, you know what? God has a crip us to help people. Come on. You know, people will say to me about preaching I said I'm, I'm not I'm not a preacher I'm just somebody a vessel that God wants to touch people's lives that's what he wants he wants to touch people's lives but he wants to take your life to touch people's lives come on it was never for just to come to receive come on have we have we built God's church into a local club local program have we you know, so if I'm just going to come to a program, I'm going to go to the bingo club. At least I can win money. Here I have to give money. Come on. Come on. We're not some club. We're not some program. Come on. We're kingdom people with the power and the authority to set people's lives free. Come on. Jesus said, I, whoever he says free is what? Free indeed. Come on. So, so we begin, we've got to begin to say, you know what? Enough just having nice church meetings, but let the Holy Ghost begin to take the place and rattle the place and do what he wants to do, and that people comes in here bound, but they go out that door free. Because God sets people free. God is still the God of miracles. Come on. He has not changed God's the same last day, today, and forever. So God has not changed. Who changed them? Who has changed? We have. We have. For whatever reason. Your fault, my fault, the devil's fault. No, who, who cares why we change, but we change, but we got to change back to kingdom people and begin to live like kingdom people in the power and the authority of God, what he's given us as kingdom people. Come on, when we go to Africa, we see miracles like crazy and we never leave the platform and God just touches people's lives. The blind see, the deaf hear. We see people walking, getting up, that's crippled. We never leave the platform. You know why? We said, God, if you're really God and you're the God of miracles, well, you do it, and we're going to stand right here on the platform. And he does it. And people say, well, why weren't he doing it in Canada? Because we don't believe he can do it. We've got a soft box in, soft clothes in, and then we say, this is the way we do it. This is all of the way we do it, and that's that. Uh, well, so, you know, maybe we just need to put our hands up and say, you know what? 
I thought I knew a lot, but I found out I really don't know nothing, but I know somebody that knows a lot. I know somebody that has life. I know somebody that's the truth. I know somebody that's the way. And I know somebody that still does miracles. Long live King Jesus. Long live King Jesus. Long live King Jesus. Come on, stop whining about your devils. Well, that went over good. They like the long live King Jesus. When I said that, it's like, let the air of them. Come on. We, we tell, and we're all guilty of that. You know, that all oh, that this happened. Oh, that that's happened. Oh, Mike, let me tell you about how bad my life is. Mike is terrible. The devil done this. Oh, I got no money. And oh, I got, I don't feel good half of the time. And I'm depressed half the time. Oh, the devil. Shut up. And begin to say, Long live King Jesus. Come on. We may be attacked. That we're not going to lay down and say, I can't do nothing. I'll tell you, if you lay down in the dirt that the devil's put at you, he will bury you in that dirt. But it's time you rise up, kick the dirt off, and say, I'm going to march on because I'm the king's kid. Come on. It's time. Listen, we're going to see the most mightiest move of God and the kingdom of God through the church of God that the world has ever seen. But the question we got to ask ourselves, are we going to be part of it? Well, I don't know. I might be busy on that day. I, I hope it's not a day that, you know, that I'm getting my hair done or I'm going shopping. You know, you know I've, I've got a life too. Oh, and this reminds me. People out there in the world online, bless you, we're glad you're watching online. But can I say this? There was a time for online, and praise God for that. But if you're able to walk, if you're able to move, you need to get to a church where people is, real people. Come on. It's time to get to church. Let me tell you this. Some people... I'm too busy, I'm too tired, I'm going to watch online, I'm going to care, I'm not going to go with the upper room with them people, they've been waiting there a long time, they're stupid, stupid, stupid. Oh, they might have been stupid, but the Holy Ghost came on them, and the power of God, and they changed the world. But they miss out the ones that was at home. And when God pours his spirit out, you don't want to be at home, putting your feet up, drinking your coffee, and too lazy to come to church. Get to church. Praise God. It's done. That time's over, and it's time to move on. If you're a kingdom person, get here, and let's worship the king together. That ends that. They've all, they've all just went offline right there. <laughs> Nobody would give from online. I love you. Bless you. That's the truth. I'm telling you, that's the truth. Don't miss out. Come on, it's time. Do not what? She want to put my hand in it. My wife keeps looking at me. Do not forsake assembling yourself together as the day draws near. Guess what? The day's drawing near. It's winding down. Come on. Don't miss it. Don't miss the day of your visitation. Come on. What would you do if, you're, if you miss it and, and this church is moving on God and mighty and you're <laughs> How come I don't get that? How come I didn't get that spirit of me? How come all oh, they moving? Oh, I, she's moving in the path of God, and I've been here loving her. But you miss it on the time of your visitation, and she was here, so she got it, and you didn't. Praise God. Okay, I think I've said enough.
Long live King Jesus. Come on. Let's end that. Long live King Jesus. Long live King Jesus. Long live King Jesus. I want to thank you. I, we do love you. My wife shows more love than me at times. But, you know, but it, listen, I, we really do. I want to encourage you. We are. We are in the very greatest day that the church has ever lived in. Come on. And it's not based on a person. It's not based on a church. We're in the greatest day for Jesus' church. He said, I will build my church, and he's going to build it, guys. And we're going to see the most powerful, mightiest move in our nation. And I believe it because we're to bring healing to the nations. And Canada is going to be healed, his church. And we're going to rise up. And we're going to see a mighty move from this nation to nation to nation. This is the day for God's church. This is your day. Don't miss it. Bless you. Thank you for joining us today. We pray that this message has truly blessed your life. For more information, go to bigchurch.cc.